of Big in Japan. I'm Justin. I'll be your host for this episode. And joining me are two of my fellow fan holes. Why don't you guys go ahead and, and introduce yourselves. Hey, what's up? This is Derek, Derek WC. My life as a salary man is hideously boring. <laughs> Hi, this is Tony. And no, I'm not fucking Piccolo. <laughs> that's like, that's one of my notes that I have. <laughs> Purple <But> Piccolo. <laughs> So if you can't tell from that, we will be discussing the animated series, One Punch Man. And this was totally a suggestion from Mr. Tony Jackson. And if you know anything of his history of having the fan holes watch or read something, like sometimes that's a mixed bag. Sometimes it's something really awesome. Sometimes he makes Brian watch wrestling for three hours and he wants to kill himself. I am evil. <laughs> well, but, uh, I'll, I'll go to bat and say this isn't this isn't quite Panda Z level, so you know we're we're doing alright. <laughs> I'd forgot about that. Seeing as how Tony is more of a expert on this series than I am, I'm going to turn it over to him. Oh, uh, cool. Uh, thanks, Justin. Um, yeah, One Punch Man is, is is actually a phenomenon now. Like it's this really popular show. Apparently, I knew nothing about it. I was uh, just going through my Hulu account. That's Hulu. And I came across this thing called One Punch Man. And being someone who has who doesn't watch a lot of anime as much anymore, I, I went to YouTube to see like a reaction video to see if like people liked it. And I didn't want to watch the whole reaction video because reaction videos they watch the whole thing and they spoil it. But like the guy doing the intro without even starting the episode, he seemed really excited. He said he loves One Punch Man. The the manga is awesome and yada yada yada. So I didn't even watch the whole reaction video. I didn't even watch the opening. So, okay, I want to give this shit a try. So I watched the first episode, and I was, okay, I mean, not to sound like hyperbole, I was kind of blown away at how fun it was. It, it really just, I don't know, kind of tickled my fancy as far as something I hadn't seen before in anime or uh, even superheroes. And it is a superhero show. Uh, One Punch Man was created by a, a mangaka who goes by the goes by the uh, pseudonym One. That's just his name. He, his, his name is One. Uh, he started uh, drawing One Punch Man because up until then, he had a, a very boring life. He always wanted to be a, a manga artist, but he uh, settled into a, a business job, and one day he decided he didn't want to do that anymore. So he traveled back in time and fought slavery. But uh, he uh, 
started drawing. And his first couple of uh, installments of One Punch Man were okay. He was not great, but he was really good at expressions. He, he was good at getting the idea across. And over the years, he's become much better at drawing it. And he's also uh, been taken under the like tutelage of a more uh, famous uh, manga, manga artist who, who adds more style and more uh, detail to his drawings and stuff so that they can sell the One Punch Man series in like a uh, you know more uh, uh, profitable marketing way you know as actual manga you know you can read on the train and everything uh, but this is how this series came about and One Punch Man uh, in in a nutshell we'll, we'll go into the uh, actual details of the uh, the episode but uh, it's about a guy whose name is Saitama and he's an average everyday guy and he's also kind of familiar um to the artist not happy with his life and something happens to him like i said we'll, we'll talk about this in the uh, the episode breakdown that changes his life and he becomes one punch man but he's not like superman he's not like you know captain america he, he's very very cynical he's very like withdrawn from society he doesn't really care about being like respected as a superhero he doesn't care if people love him he's really powerful though and he just likes a fight and his biggest problem is and this is not a spoiler because the show is called one fucking punch man he can just he can like literally destroy he can he can uh, defeat an opponent with one punch and he he has this growing frustration of being so strong and he's wanting to find someone who can actually fight him but even when he comes across these massive monsters or like these supervillains who look like they could just destroy him because he does not look like a superhero. He looks like a guy in a jumpsuit, not even a guy in shape. He just takes him out with one punch, and his growing frustration is a part of the the series. So it is a funny show. It is a very comedic uh, show in how it's presented, but there's also like kind of this like, you know, serious undertone of this guy who is just so fucking pissed off at being possibly the strongest person in the world. And he doesn't know what to do about it because he's just like, I just want to fight, but fights aren't even fights anymore. I beat everybody. So that that's the synopsis of who one punch man is. And basically his character arc is like, he, he looks for a strong opponent. He's, he's, he's like Goku, but if Goku didn't give a shit, <laughs> I, I do keep, try to keep up with anime and you know, every, every quarter I, I look at the, list for upcoming shows and try and decide like what I want to watch what you know what's a maybe if I'm bored or if I'm just you know what, you know what shows to like avoid and I saw this and I was kind of intrigued and then I kind of I kind of forgot about it because it didn't go to Crunchyroll Crunchyroll is where I watch most of my stuff like it went to Hulu I'm not so crazy about Hulu but I like I had it in the back of my mind I was like that sounds really cool I'm gonna watch it I forgot about it and completely totally forgot about it actually until Tony like was talking about. He's like, "This is really cool. We should watch it." And I was like, "Okay, it'll it'll give me an excuse to watch it." Yeah, I think for me, like this this show had an uphill battle because I think my introduction to One Punch Man was one of these fan videos where they have him one punch Superman and explode his head and shit. So I was already kind of like pissy about that in the first place, you know, because I was like, "Oh, now there's another." anime character another like new kid on the block who's trying to 
claim the title, you know, and I'm like, didn't we, we went through like 20 years of this with Goku, you know, and I feel like even though everybody yells and screams, I'm like, okay, pretty much for the majority of the internet, that's settled now. And I don't, even if it's not, it's not a growing concern of mine, but now you had this other, you know, video of like Saitoma basically fighting with Superman and ultimately, you know, one punching him. And then, you know, so all these people who are like Superman haters can, you know, yuck it up or do whatever. So like, for me, I was kind of like, oh, so this is going to be like a superhero thing, but I, I, I felt like, like a little bit, like it kind of had a, a Mark Millar flavor to it, you know, where it's kind of got that sense of irreverence to the superhero genre and, and sort of the way the characters, you know, that, that kind of, I don't know, that, that, you know, the same way like the beginning of Kick-Ass is where the, the lead character just has no direction, you know, kind of like where it's like, it's, it's trying very much to be, sort of realistic and then all of a sudden it just kind of high paces you into this frenetic action world or whatever and then and then that sort of frustration continues even in the action arena because he's basically got the same problem i mean he might not be in in the sense of a moral skew he might not be the same as a superman type character but I feel like they're trying to do deconstructionist commentary on the problems that people have when they write a Superman-type character. Because basically, to me, it's kind of like, okay, well, one, like, there is that element that he's a pastiche, you know, of Superman. It's like, you know, one of those things where he can beat anybody up with one punch. And it's like the same problems that people have when they write Superman. It's like, well, how do we come up with a new threat for him? And they literally put that problem into the character's thought processes and story because he's sitting there kind of going, I can't find a person that's even a match for me. Like, every time I get into a fight, it always ends with me taking them out with one punch. And it's so... Basically, like, that's his frustration. I mean, there are probably other reasons that, you know, we can get into of why he tries to be a hero. And, like, I, I think at first I was kind of posed not to like this, but I guess the way I sort of wrapped my head around it were, were, were two reasons. Was, one, there's the introduction of his pupil, I guess, is the best way to call him. And, like, so you've got Saitoma, and then he's got his little pupil genus and like i kind of thought of that as like superman taking the android kakaida under his wing and like training <laughs> him or or maybe even a, a better way to look at it for most people because they might not be as familiar with kakaida is it'd be like if superman took cable under his wing and was like look dude <laughs> like you got to tone down all this 90s shit man like i'll teach you how to be like a real superhero but just stick with me and, and we'll we'll figure this shit out and it's like that's kind of the relationship they have, whereas even though Cable's more quote-unquote popular, even though maybe he's a better quote-unquote seller or or whatever you want to, you know, he's got this fan aura and cred and everything, in that real-world universe, Genis is this higher-level hero in terms of the hero association within the context of the fictional world. He realizes that Saitoma, as One Punch Man, is his superior. So it's this kind of awesome relationship where even though everybody sees 
Saitama as like this C-list, B-list hero, he comes up to him and is like, yes, master, what must we do, master? And like once like that aspect of it came into play and sort of some of the more comedic aspects to the deconstruction were shown, like I, I sort of got into it a little bit more. So, I mean, I guess the way I kind of pitch it to people is if you like Tiger and Bunny, and if Tiger and Bunny is like the Dan Jurgens booster gold, like in terms of reality TV and superheroes and everything, I think One Punch Man is like the Jeff Johns booster gold. He's the guy that is saving the world every day, but like nobody really knows he's saving the world yeah. every day. And then on top of that, it's got that weird Mark Millar irreverence where he's super frustrated with the fact that he has no more mountains left to climb, you know, kind of no more, no more battles to fight type thing. Like at least that are worthy of his time, you know? So, but that's, that, that's kind of my initial thoughts and reactions to the anime. Cool. What about you, Justin? I just want to say that I'm, my feelings are hurt because I've been working on a present for Derek. It's a picture of, Thor, Goku, and One Punch Man punching Superman in the face. <laughs> and I'm afraid it's for nothing now. I'm afraid. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I liked it. Um, Tiger and Bunny came to mind uh, as soon as I was watching it because you know the the opening scene has like these two heroes that are kind of like they're they're fighting and they're kind of knocked aside and they're like, oh, those guys are down. And I was like, oh, this is this is gonna be like Tiger and Bunny where you've got some kind of like organization kind of going on i really like the animation in this like it's it goes from being like really kind of like hyper detailed and then it gets like really kind of exaggerated and very like energetic and then it like go from that it just goes like really kind of like over the top and a little bit bizarre and, and even gory at times so i was it's, like it's Whoa. Kind of like, except for the except for the gore is kind of like the original teen titans when they would just go chibi for no reason yeah mm, yeah but like I, I was really impressed with the animation. Like I, I was watching it and I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this. And in in, in just like a few minutes, I was like, oh, I'm in. And then <laughs> the the animation kept like you know changing, and it was slow, so like fluid and dynamic. And then like I I was getting into the character. I I kept because I like I I check like sites like Hobby Link Japan like maybe once a day. I kept seeing like toys of one punch man and i'm like he looks cool but like i still haven't watched the show so i don't i don't want to like spend money on something i don't know anything about but after seeing this episode i'm like oh i'm a fool i should have like i should have bought that like uh, you know fig arts or figma like one punch man because like man he looks awesome and like his costume is like bizarre and it's it's like not like over the top or, or like truly truly outrageous but it's bizarre and that it's it's so simplistic I was sitting there watching it, and I was like, if I shave my goatee, I could totally, like, cosplay <laughs> as One Punch Man. Like, it looks like something, like, you, you could just, like, throw together in a date, and you're just like, well, I'm One Punch Man. Um, yeah, yeah. As far as, like, the kind of, like, Mark Millar attitude, you know, I'm not a big fan of Mark Millar, but uh, I did like the attitude of, uh, of the main character, where he's just like, you know, I wanted to be a hero, and now I'm kind of bored with it. No one's a no one's a threat or anything. I and then he's like he kind of just goes home to his little apartment and he's like you know he's eating his noodles and watching <laughs> TV and like taking a nap in between 
one punching, you know, giant titan monsters or like clawful from He Man or whatever, or, or like <laughs> evil black piccolo. I was like, man, this is cool. Like I, I'm really glad like Tony suggested this because like you know, like I said, when Tony suggests something, I'm like, I don't know, is this gonna be cool <laughs> or not? Like like this is cool. Cool, awesome. Um, I, I guess I will break down the first episode. Uh, the first episode basically, in a nutshell, is giving you the the idea of who Saitama is, but also he he fights more people in the first episode than he does the entire series. Just to let you know, he he has four different uh uh battles in this uh, one episode. Like you know, first we have him fighting Black Piccolo. Basically, uh, it's it's a character who looks just like Piccolo except he's purple. And he he's like a he's like a, a, a environmental waste demon or something like that. And he's like he's doing like kind of like the whole thing of like you know you're destroying the earth, but I'll destroy you and take over. Blah 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 blah. Not, um, not that it's super important, but his I think his name is Vaccine Man, the bad yeah. Vaccine Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, here comes Saitama, and he has this look on his face of just like you know, huh? What the fuck is this? And uh, <laughs> I, I I love how it switches from like his like detailed anime like serious fighting face to his like very like kind of uh, simple like vacant anime expression. Like I, I love how it does that. Yeah, yeah, it, it's great. It's like I think it's one of the reasons why people like the character so much. He's just like I said, the the guy the 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 bang artist one really good at expressions and like you said it's so simple but he's able to convey that with just a couple circles maybe that's really all his face is like a couple circles but uh vaccine man uh grows in power and stuff and uh you would think if you if you didn't know anything about one punch man you know this guy's gonna like you know power up you know he's got to he's like the hero he's gonna be like super awesome and just do all this cool shit and vaccine man like throws a punch it, it just doesn't do anything and then one punch man is just like you know here we go. It just waylays him with one punch. Bye, Vaccine Man. Nice knowing you. Hope you get your check on the way out. Totally gone. <laughs> you know. And yeah. That, yeah. I, I mean, okay. I, I know his name is One Punch Man, but like when he like punched the guy, I was like, whoa! He he completely annihilated that guy with one punch. And I was just I was just sitting there laughing. I was like, okay, <laughs> you earn your name. <laughs> it's like appropriate name <laughs> um and, he, and he, he also saves a little girl which which he kind of doesn't care about but kind of does he like he doesn't want the little girl to get killed but like afterwards he's not like you know like are you okay sweet he's not he does he's not doing the superman thing he's just like you know you're okay bye you know it's just like he's just so he's he's dismissive but caring it's it's so hard to like sum him up uh then we get like you know as one of our bot talker posters would be thrilled with, you get the origin of Saitama. He's basically, uh, you know, a nebbish, you know, I think he's an accountant, I think. And um, he's had a bad day. He just got fired from his job. Pity's just kind of slouching home. And he's, he's uh, One Punch Man, by the way, is bald. But it, it, at this origin point, he's got a full head of hair. And he bumps into, uh, as Justin said, Clawful from He-Man in underpants. Uh <laughs> And uh, the the claw monster who is who's massive, just made of like you know shell and muscle and claws and weird eye stalks. He looks down at him, and there's an exchange. He he dismisses Saitama. He's like he's so pathetic, he doesn't even want to kill him. 
Uh, the only thing he's really interested in is killing this little punk who drew nipples on his chest <laughs> when he was asleep. I like how that kid literally has like a butt chin. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that that's what happens. He he leaves Saitama and uh, Saitama later comes across this kid who does have a butt for a chin. He he looks like a little fucking douche, but uh, the 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 crab monster has found him and he's gonna fucking wreck his shit. Saitama snaps. For, he doesn't know why. He's just he's at his breaking point. He's tired of being useless. This this crab creature who would destroy buildings just totally dismissed him because he wasn't even worth his time, even though he could have killed him in like five seconds. And here's where the the kind of gore comes in. Uh, the crab guy like knocks him around a little bit. Saitama won't give up, and the crab guy's starting to get a little pissed off. Saitama runs at him, leaps in the air, grabs one of his eye stalks. And pulls out pretty much all his internal organs. <laughs> yeah, I, I was watching that and I was like, oh, he's going to like pull his, his eye off or something. And then he just kept pulling and stuff just kept coming out. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, uh, very, very over the top. Um, but yeah, he, uh, yeah, he uh, pretty much uh, kills the dude. Then we, then we do a flash forward. And, you know, it's more of Saitama's like, you know, regular everyday life and everything. There's a report that there's a, a giant you know, destroying, uh, like, City B or something. All the cities, they don't really have names. They're like City A, City B, City C. And, um, you know, they actually have names, but they're just classified as far as the superhero registry thing. Saitama goes out there to uh, fight. I don't know if you guys got this vibe, but I'm pretty sure the the giant was supposed to look like an Attack on Titan kind of giant. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it, it has a very similar look. He's actually controlled by his brother, who's a, who's a you know... Typical mad scientist. And he wants to destroy the city because everybody, you know, overlooked his genius. And here comes Saitama again. He's, like, just sitting, like, on his, like, like hand or something. He's looking at him and, like, they're like, what the fuck are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I'm just, you know, a hero for fun. And <laughs> they're like, what? One of the funniest points is Saitama kind of runs up to his shoulder, like, his shoulder. And the, the mutated brother, he tries to swat Saitama but gets confused and, like, just flattens his, his creator brother <laughs> he's like look at his hand there's like this just smudge they just like Ugh. yeah I, tony, uh, tony like you, you live in the south i'm sure like if you've seen people like about to get into a fight they'll be like i'm gonna make a greasy spot out of you like that's <laughs> that's what i thought when they showed his brother i was like oh my god he's nothing but like clothes and like a little greasy spot oh crap <laughs> yeah um, again, just it's so over the top, but it, it's just hilarious. Um, it, it got a good chuckle out of me. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the uh, the of course the mutated brother gets angry. But dude, he's one punch man, and you know I'm sure the the kids on Attack on Titan would wish it, the Saitama would come visit because again he punches them and like it goes kind of psychedelic because like the giant's body just like goes weird like made of rubber like everything just falls apart like as far as like his ability to like hold a like shape he like goes twisty and weird and shit so yeah saitama beats him and then we have the final huh the the part that i liked is like the giant falls over on part of the city that wasn't damaged and then like saitama goes back to his simple face and he's just like oops (laughs) (laughs) yeah he didn't mean for that to happen yeah it's like well my bad (laughs) um and then the final one, and like I said, this is like th- this whole like first episode is kind of like a series of vignettes to give you an idea of what Saitama can do and like his his uh, his uh, outlook, his, how he sees things. 
So his final uh, battle this uh, episode is these underdwellers from the, the middle of the earth. And they're like these dark, you know, armored, shadowy looking things with red eyes. And there's a whole bunch of them. There's not just one. And they, they, they attack the city and they, they uh, are confronted by Saitama. And, you know, they're like, you know, we're, we're stronger than anything. And you don't even know what you're dealing with. And, and he, our God is even stronger than us. Of course, Saitama kills that guy with one punch. And then there's this huge battle scene. And like Justin was saying, as far as the uh, the animation, this is where it goes just shit crazy. Like Saitama's doing, and he's in his pajamas, by the way. He's doing, uh, you know, sweeping roundhouses and like Chun-Li kicks and shit. And he's just going crazy, like beating these guys up. And he's starting to enjoy it. He's actually starting to feel happy. He's like, you know, there's so many enemies. Maybe I won't beat them all. This is This is what this is really supposed to be about. You know, he's actually getting excited. And then, like at the end, their their you know their boss comes out from underneath the ground. He's just giant, fucking Final Fantasy looking demon thing, and you know Saitama's like you know he uh, he actually gets hit by him, and you know like he's like oh I almost felt that you know, and then he like rushes at him and huge punch, and he does defeat him, but you know he's he's feeling kind of accomplished. He's like that was actually a fight. I feel so much better about myself, you know. Maybe this is what I was born to do, and then he wakes up. He was having a dream, and he is, again, frustrated, especially when he looks out his window because the reason he dreamed that is there's a bunch of scrubs in poorly made cosplay versions of his dream. They're they're the same guys but not from the underworld. They're just a bunch of losers, basically, like, pretending to be villains. And uh, Saitama's like, you know, he yells at him. He's going to, like, you know, kick their ass, and they're like, shit, they run away. He doesn't even get to fight them. <laughs> And that that's where the episode ends, where uh, Saitama is very, very frustrated. He he had a mo- he had a he had a glimmer of hope, and it was dashed because his dreams are better than his reality. <laughs> there was one there was one part you forgot about that like, kind of made me laugh. There was like that guy who was like a car. I can think his name was like Super Custom Mark II or something, and it's basically like some kind of he's like a muscle guy, and like he was. He was like giving his backstory, and then it's like the subtitles drifted away because he just kept talking so much. But he was like, "I love cars so much," and he's like, "I'd made myself a car," and he's like some muscle guy, you know. He's like wearing, it looks like just like a hot rod and some some like you know parts to glue to himself. And of course, like he's, I don't know, he's like trying to loot the city after the giant battle, I think. And then of course he's like he's being like a dick, and One Punch Man, of course, he's just like. Which just blows him away. But I, I just thought the guy was like so weird and over the top. He's like, I'm custom Mark II. Like, it, he seemed like something maybe out of like Fist of the North Star or something because he was like so like wacky and over the top. Oh yeah, I do remember him. Yeah, I did forget the bitch. It, it wasn't even a fight, but yeah, it, yeah, he he was. His design was just like so like, really, dude, really. <laughs> but I, I guess speaking of that, I mean, I know Justin and I both talked about the animation. Um, but if you make a show called One Punch Man, you want awesome fights. I got to say, for the first episode, I think it fucking delivered. What do you guys think of the fight scenes and the, all that? I, I enjoyed the the fights in the first episode. I think when you mentioned that we were going to be maybe talking about this, I started DVRing the show on Toonami or Cartoon Network or what have you. And it's funny because, like, I I watched, like, the first two or three episodes, and then I thought it was taping, like, the other ones, and it turned out the time changed or something like that. So I I sort of missed a slew of episodes and then started up with 
episode eight and went all the way to episode 12. And then I'm sort of back, like, watching, like, four through seven or whatever. But, like, I mean, it, it does have that vibe of escalation because you're introduced to a bunch more heroes from the Hero Association. And kind of like I said, like, there is that teaser or tag at the end where you're introduced to Genis, you know, Saitama's pupil or whatever, or pupil to be, I guess, spoilers. But, you know, he's he's sitting there inspecting all the, the dead cows and it turns out yeah. that <laughs> it's, it's, you know, this mosquito girl who's been draining the blood from them and all that other kind of stuff. But I mean, I, I, I think in some ways it's kind of fun for me, not so much the fights, but kind of thinking of, like you're saying, like what these pastiches are and what they might represent in terms of popular culture, whether you're like pointing to like, oh, that that's a nod to Attack on Titan or whatever. And the whole subterranean thing, whether they turn out to be real or not. I mean, to me, I thought of like, you know, the Mole Man and Fantastic Four number one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so you, you can you can find parallels to like a lot of the 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 fights that he has and people he faces and some of them can be from anime and and Japanese famous stories and and culture and manga and stuff like that and some of them I can see parallels to you know American comic books and stuff like that but I mean you know it's definitely interesting I I, I think maybe it might have the pitfall of like some Dragon Ball Z stuff you know where sometimes it can be so either outrageous or you have to constantly escalate so much that the escalation becomes kind of, you, you might become numb to the escalation. But I mean, other than that, like that's, that, that's all I'd say about that. And what about you, Justin? Did you uh, enjoy the one punching? <laughs> I did. You know, even, even when I was watching it, I was like, okay, I, I like this, but how is this going to be? a series every week i mean it's like he's he's gonna one punch these guys and that's it but they're like i like i said I, I really got into it and i really like the animation i think the animation is a big thing for me like that's kind of what hooked me and i kind of i kind of liken him to goku where it's like you know goku is looking for a challenge most of the time and he doesn't always start at his most powerful form he'll usually start in his you know his regular form and then he'll slowly increase his power as need be it seems like One Punch Man's kind of the same where he'll he will let these guys he will let them give it you know the old college try but eventually he's gonna get bored and just you know one punch them and, until they're dead. Yeah, I, I think one thing that's interesting and this is not going to be a spoiler because I won't. I mean, it's One Punch Man. You you, you know how the fight's going to end. But I, I like how they lay out certain things like the pretty much the next uh, arc after the the Bee Lady is a uh, uh, Sea Lord or something like that or or the 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 uh, Sea Sea King. Yeah, and, very much like sort of a, a Aquaman Namor kind of comic trope type stuff is going on there. Yeah, but but the whole the whole arc is is not that one is not that if One Punch Man can defeat him, it's One Punch Man getting to him because at this point, um, I don't know how far the manga goes. I don't know how much his powers increase. I know there's there's going to be spoilers like later on in this uh, season, but like you know, definitely at this point. Like and as far as I know, One Punch Man doesn't have super speed. He doesn't have like uh, a flying ability, so he's having to get across town just to fight this thing. And it's not because he can't beat him; it's like he can't get to him. And like the Sea King is destroying all these guys. And uh, you know, again, this isn't spoilers because it's it's just a funny character. They introduced this guy named Moomin Rider, 
Oh, and what Wu Man Rider? Like I kept thinking of like Common Rider because he's like this dude on a bike, and he's just he's an you know basically a, a normal human being, but he's he's like w- whatever level they class like non powered heroes at. Like he's he's a legitimately part of the hero association, but like I I, I kept cracking up because honestly, like, and I know nobody else would think of this, but I'm kind of like he's like the Batman, like because he's just some dude, like, and he can't really do yeah. anything, you know, like so it's kind of funny to watch like this guy, like that's supposed to be like like super badass, but not really like at all. Yeah, 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 and everybody everybody loves him because he's like he. Whenever he goes into a fight, he's he's always doing the whole like you know this is for justice. I won't give up. He just gets his ass handed to him because <laughs> he has no powers. But uh, like yeah, the they introduce uh, Boomin. His Japanese name like uh, Boomin means licenseless, so he doesn't have a license for a car. That's why he rides a bike. <laughs> so he tries to like you know get uh, Saitama to uh, to fight this battle, and like the whole time he he's kind of like Jindos. He's starting to see that like Saitama is really powerful. And, you know, I, I I like that arc, too. I like that arc, too, as well, because in Dragon Ball, Goku may not be a world-known kind of celebrity because, you know, you have Mr. Satan taking credit for, like, you know, kicking Cell and all that. But at the same time, Goku has been in tournaments. He's been in fighting tournaments. People do know who he is. They do know that he's powerful. You know, they, they may not know he's an alien monkey, but, like, with Saitama, he downplays himself a lot. He never says he wants to be a hero. He never says... Like, you know, I'm the greatest thing in the world to the public, you know, in his, in his eyes, he, he kind of wants to help, but he's also like, he wants to help, but he's also, it, it, it is very layered because when he does stuff, you know, people look at him as this like kind of dumpy, he's not fat, but he's definitely not, you know, your standard superhero looking guy. They see him punch these people and, and like almost every time they're like, oh, it was, it was, it was lucky. Those other heroes wore that other guy down, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that that one episode where he basically, I mean, that's what kind of turned it around for me and made me think of it as like the the Jeff Johns Booster Gold, you know, like saving the world, but secretly being reviled and hated by your peers and colleagues, you know, because it's like he's got that element to it where Saitoma is basically hated and, and, and he basically kind of gives everybody else the credit for the win, you know, where he, he basically saves the day with one punch, but then, you know, he's basically turning it over to the other guys like Wu Man Rider, who like, you know, blood, sweat and tears went into them fighting this guy that they couldn't possibly hope to defeat. But then it's it's funny how the public basically like first they're like, oh, those guys didn't do squat. And then all of a sudden it's like, and he's like, who's this other guy? And then, and then, and then he basically just starts saying like, oh, I didn't do much. These other guys weakened them up for me. And then all of a sudden the crowd like takes that in and is like basically parroting what, what he said. And it's like, well, that guy's a total poser. He didn't do shit, man. It was Wu Man Rider and those other guys who beat up the monster. Did you hear that? You know? And so it's, (laughs) it's, 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 you know, I mean, at least in that sense, like that, that's another layer to it where I I felt like that helped, you you know, basically what Justin was saying is like, how can you sustain, you know, just him running around one punching things like every manga or every episode of the anime or whatever. And like, I think, you know, having a, a good supporting cast, whether they be other fellow you know, heroes in the Hero Association, but also just his his own sense of 
you, you know, what is right and wrong and, and kind of how he goes about fulfilling that sense of obligation is, is kind of interesting because then it kind of puts you on his side where you're like, oh, I see what he's doing. You know, like he's trying to help these other guys out, you know, and you're like, oh, well, then that makes him kind of a likable protagonist. You know, it's not just that he's frustrated with, you know, not being able to find that fight that he craves and that's his only sole motivation, you know, that, that there are other aspects in play as well. Yeah, he he does become more of a fleshed out character, which uh, is again something you want in a good story. You know, you actually see him like I think he's. I think it's kind of interesting. I think he's already a fleshed out character in the first episode, but we don't know it yet. And as we see him progress, we get to see his thought processes and how he how how he sees the world and all. And like it's because he starts interacting with people like Jenna's, you know. Um, <laughs> what's his name like his like his like code name is like the uh, cyborg demon or something like that. <laughs> and um which is which is really funny it's very 90s like you said Derek but yeah he becomes a part of the superhero community and stuff one thing uh which you know you don't see in the first episode but one thing that this does kind of remind me of is like the way the superheroes are presented because and the villains too it kind of has that tick feel because they seem kind of ridiculous but also, like in their world, is completely serious. It's like this is this is they could destroy stuff. Because you see, like the guy, like the crab monster with underpants, he looks silly. He looks fucking ridiculous. But he's killed people. He he's a, a legitimate menace. Like, did you guys get like that kind of tick vibe of like kind of crazy weird villains from this? I I don't know. You know, it's interesting that you say that because I mean, I guess I can kind of see it now that you've brought it up. Like. I, I guess I thought you were going in a direction where you were going to say how the the heroes were a lot more like either maybe Marvel or Watchmen or something, where they, they have these sort of nefarious layers to them, or at least self-interest layers to them. Yeah, yeah, where, some, some of the heroes are dicks, yeah, some of them are. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of them are dick faces, or they're just out for themselves, or... You know, they, they only care about quotas and points and all this kind of stuff. Like it, it's, it's a weird, it, it, it's a weird notion because in deconstructing superheroes, like they, they, they put this framework onto it where it has the framework of a reality show. And so in some ways you're like, well, what do you consider a hero? Like is a hero a sports figure or a sports star? Like, you know what I mean? That's trying to get like commercial deals and money and all this other stuff. Or do you consider a hero like, you know, a soldier or a policeman or a firefighter or something? You know what I mean? Like where it's like, you know, you, I, I guess I just never saw like firefighters and, and stuff like that in, in tears the way they put these heroes in tears. Whereas it seems like these guys are a bunch of smug like athletes or basketball players, like some of the guys that are jerk faces. And it seems like Genos, at least his arc is he, he starts from being like this sort of hot shit athlete, basketball player, reality TV star type to being, you know, more of just uh, being heroic because it's the right thing to do, you know? And it, it's like, I, I do find that kind of interesting at least. Yeah. They're definitely like arc at the end. Um, and again, this is not spoiling anything because it's just you know a, a comment. One of the one of the main heroes, like the top level hero, and again they're they're based on 
powers and and like you said, quotas, how many supervillains they've they've destroyed and everything. He's like he's like a pop star. He's like a a, a singer or something like that. He's like world famous for being like you know a hero and this this pop icon. He's world and, famous for being a douche. And he's a huge douche. He is a giant douche. <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll let you, the listeners watch that final episode to see what a big of a douche this guy is. But yeah, it is interesting to see that, like, you know, you have that kind of interesting story. Like, like one of my favorite is, uh, speed of sound supersonic, like that guy, he, he, he makes me laugh cause he's a ninja who can move at super speed and he thinks he's hot shit and he, he's a villain and he hates heroes because he, he thinks they don't do anything, but he confronts one punch man and he's just fucking mind boggled he can't he can't wrap his head around Saitama and he's just like I hate that guy <laughs> you know just like, it's, it's fun stuff like that I mean like is that something that like you know you could take the tick reference if you want Justin but do you like how they like kind of portray the superheroes later on and like oh uh, well, uh, my, my favorite one is uh god what is his name I, I'm sorry listeners this is just what he is the 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 gay prison raper who's a superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, I was looking for his name because I figured that was going to come up at some point because I was like, well, we got to warn like some of the the viewers that it does get into that, and that's where it gets into that like to me like that sort of Malar like I, I guess it's like it's like a tick version of Malar because they think they 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 clearly think this is funny, but at the same time you're like he just likes pretty boys you know and you're just like like that's kind of fucking creepy or whatever but i'm trying to yeah and and he he, he likes going to jail because that's where a lot of pretty boys are (laughs) he was in the seeking one i know that oh okay let me see oh puri puri prisoner probably is is the guy's name puri prisoner yeah 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 yeah, he's he's basically like like he's like what uh, durian like merged with like i don't know like something out of like fist of the north star or something you know like, and, and, and like quagmire for family guy <laughs> like mul- multiple levels of, of uncomfortability yeah I, I think they address it too because like a lot of the people like on the superhero side they're just like he's really strong because he is really strong and he is technically a hero he fights bad guys but he still rapes people <laughs> in prison <laughs> I like how, like, his super move basically is, like, he ends up having to get, like, naked for no reason. <laughs> Makes him more powerful, yeah. Yeah. That's how I roll. <laughs> when I get more naked, I'm more powerful. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, I, Justin, I, I'm sorry. I, like, we, me and Derek went off on the, the, the prison rapist. Like, do, do you like some of the characters they introduced later on in the series? Well, I've only watched the first episode so far. But, like, I totally plan on watching more because it took me, you know, like, what you're describing, like, you know, various takes on, like, you know, Cable or Kakaida and, you know, Batman or whatever. Like, I, I am kind of curious to see, like, what kind of you know, heroes or, you know, quote-unquote heroes are, are introduced. Yeah. I, I can tell you this much. Iron Man's an asshole. <laughs> I'm like, even though I missed a few episodes, I, I felt like by the time I went from, like, I think I watched, like, 1 through 3 and then, like, 7 through 12 or something, I mean, you, you did really feel fulfilled that you had watched basically, like, a complete arc, you know, like, by the time I got to episode 12, I was kind of like, oh, wow, like, this kind of told a whole little story, you know, so I was, I was kind of, it, it, that was surprisingly refreshing, like, I thought this was going to be one of those shows where, like, it was going to be, like, you know, 300 
freaking pirate episodes or you know what i mean like i thought it was just gonna go on and on and on and on and i was kind of like oh shit like they told the story and kind of stuck to it and i mean even if they do a few more arcs or keep adapting the manga or whatever like that's fine but i mean if it was just these 12 episodes and that was all there was like i I think people would still feel fairly fulfilled having watched all of them yeah yeah uh, spoiler free but like the last episode if that was it for the show it would be a fine ending. It would be like, huh, yeah, I watched a whole, you know, a whole series. Well, I, I think I think that that's one of those things where, you know, do you want to end going out on top? And, like, that that last episode had a really, like, compared to the battles in this first episode, like, that was something where it escalated the battle, and I thought it was pretty well done. Like, I wasn't quite tired of the escalation you know i thought i thought they did it pretty well you know what i mean like like it it was yeah it was something where it was pretty epic and it involved a lot of the characters they've been introducing over the course of the season but yet it still involved kind of a a mono a mono between you know Saitoma and then the the you know the main alien bad guy or whatever and i was like oh that's you know it, it came across you know i thought it was pretty well done it was pretty cool and pretty fun and pretty epic and you know, I think it did what it set out to do. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, Justin, I didn't know you just saw the first episode. Um, I would like, you know, I'll, I'll definitely let you give your final thoughts. But uh, since this was, you know, my baby, quote unquote, that I suggested, uh, all I would say is uh, like Derek, One Punch Man may seem weird. It's weird. It is a little weird. It is. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But it is really enjoyable. And you and like Justin and Derek, you know, I was the same way when I first saw it. I thought it was really awesome, but I was wondering how it would go. And it, it is a really fun series. It it tells a solid story. The characters are great. And and the, the acting is is amazing. Like the guy who does Saitama, I don't know who he is, but he just nails that. And I mean, I, I I'm watching a friggin' subtitled version, and his just his voice, he's just like Oh, yeah, just like just how he talks. He's, he's so nonchalant and so just he's like a real person. He's like an actual person. He just so happens to be able to punch things and kill them in one shot. Um, I think if you haven't given one punch man a chance, I, I would totally recommend it. If nothing else, uh, we, we've been doing a couple of these big in Japans. Just give the first episode a try, you know, at least like, you know, Watch the first episode, figure out if you like it. I think you'll be I think you'll be like Justin. I think you'll get hooked and be like, Oh, I gotta watch more. So that's my final thoughts. What about you guys? Yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, if you like if you like fighting anime, if you like Dragon Ball Z or Yu Yu Hakusho or Fist of the North Star or anything like that, if you if you kinda got a kick out of the framework of Tiger and Bunny, I, I would I would definitely check it out. Nope, I totally agree. Uh like I said, I had a few uh, reservations going into it about how certain things would work and how it would continue. But like by the end of the episode, I was totally sold, and I'm gonna totally gonna sit down and watch the rest of the series because I I'm like really curious to see like what happens with One Punch Man and some of the other characters you guys were talking about. Sound uh, sound really intriguing. Cool, awesome. So I, I guess like since uh, Justin handed over to me, I'll, I'll help Derek out for once and uh, you know thank you guys for listening and give you all of our our spiel for what how you can get a hold of us. Uh, we do love doing the podcast for you. If you like, you can get a hold of us uh, at our email fatalspodcast at gmail We are on Twitter. We're on Tumblr. We're on uh, Instagram. We're we're everywhere, baby. Um, if you want to uh, listen to our episodes. 
you have multiple ways you can go on uh you know stitcher you can listen to us on itunes uh we love itunes rates they do help trust me guys they really do help and of course we're on our blog spot fanholes podcast at blogspot.com which is our dedicated site which you can always pick up some good fanholes goodness um i would like to thank justin because we were having some issues trying to figure out how we would cover anime um, a lot of the episodes we've been doing were going to be a part of an anime dare originally, but um, our good friend Justin came up with uh, Big in Japan. So not only did that free us from the dare, it also opened up doing all kinds of anime. So thank you, Justin, for that. So because of that, we're going to probably be doing a lot more different animes. Hopefully I'll get exposed to some more cool stuff. And um, as far as that goes, I think that about wraps it up. You guys got anything else? And you don't want us exposing ourselves to you. <laughs> Indeed, that would be uh, we're we're not pure pure prisoners. <laughs> um, I hope not. Uh, I don't want to be. I don't want to take it away. So, um, on this rare note, I will sign off first. This is Tony, and dude, I'm just a hero for fun. This is Derek Derek WC signing off. And this is Justin. That was fun. Glad you guys liked that. Glad you guys actually enjoyed it. <laughs>